64-bit legend. Welcome. Legend of the game like GoldenEye, I'm more than right. Yeah. The perfect dart is dreams that seem to come to life. 64-bit, the shit, it's as real as it yeah. gets. We can yeah. talk sports, games, and music, take your pick. Take your pick. With the news, pull up and crack a brew. Crack. Smoke one with the crew, Smoke. tune in and take a view. Watch. What's the difference between being hungry and being horny? The difference between being hungry and being horny. Uh, I, I don't know. It's where you put the cucumber. <laughs> oh, man. I am Bobby Caboose, as always, looking for that hot tag as Melvin Troy. Tag it in. That's and, a knee slap. I'm tagging in with a knee slap. And uh, by the intro and the beginning line of this podcast we are going to be talking about comedians jokes gilbert godfrey yes i mean we kind of we kind of touched on um like when uh we've had a bunch of people kind of pass on as a reason norm yeah. mcdonald we norm talked McDonald, about that fucking razor ramon betty white right? betty white yeah she she didn't make it into 2022 chris rock chris that slap, yeah, that slap kind of. It well, it, it, it wounded Will Smith, I think, a little bit more because yeah. he's been cucking. I, that's true. They can't, well, they uh, as of now, uh, he's banned for, for ten years. Ten years, he can't go back to the Oscars. It's bittersweet. Yeah, he wins his first, and now he's banned. Yeah, I mean, well, let's be honest. Is he going to win another one? Probably not. Yeah. Let's just be real here. Who knows? Because I don't even know what he won it for. Yeah, I he's. Mean, I think no, he, he won it for um that he played Venus and Serena's dad in a movie. Is it? Is it it's called like Papa Jones or something. It's some, Papa Jones? Yeah, it's called <laughs> Papa Jones. Is that even their last name? No, it's Williams. Williams. But yeah. he's got a nickname. Joe. He's got a nickname. It's like Papa Joe or something. I don't know. He's got a he's Papa got Joe. he's known by a nickname. I'm telling you. I don't you. think I think I kinda know what you're talking about, but I don't think it's Papa Joe. I'm pretty sure it's something close. Hold on a sec. I gotta look at I gotta look this up because this sounds fucking ridiculous. It's called like either Papa that's, Joe or Papa Jones. That's or, what fucking it sounds like something my dad calls Joe Biden. <laughs> fucking Papa Joe. Yeah. Um hold on a sec. Let me look this up. What was it? Will Smith. Will was, Smith, uh Venus and Serena Williams movie. Yeah, what was the movie? It's called like Papa Joe or something. Papa Joe. I'm telling you. Hold on. Oscar winning movie from Will Smith. It's called King Richard. Same thing. Pa- Papa Joe, <laughs> King Richard. Very Same thing. thing. I told you he had a nickname. And it's sim- like, it's it, it, you put as much respect on King Richard than you do Papa Joe. Papa Joe. I don't think. Like, don't that's think. in the same fucking realm. I don't think he would have won for a movie called Papa Joe. Well, okay, what if it was Papa Richard? That would make a little bit more sense. Well, I know. I just didn't know his name. So oh, it was God. pretty much the same thing. Well, so... <laughs> well, um, aside from that, yeah, Gilbert Godfrey died. Yeah, He's today. He, yeah, he died as of we're recording this, uh, Tuesday the 14th. The 12th. The 12th. Is it the of 12th? Of April, yes. 
Yes. Yeah, all right. Whatever day it is. I went to Monday Night Raw yesterday. It was B's birthday Sunday. Oh, that's right. I know what day it is. It's the 12th. Yeah, the 12th. I mean, what a what a way to follow up on a on a great night like that. You go to Monday Night Raw, you're like fourth row, yep. camera side seats. People have pictures Be- I've, yep. <laughs> of you on TV yep. talking shit to somebody. Yep. I talk shit. We talk shit to a lot of people. And we, <laughs> you know, the thing is, is, uh, you know, this is a little, we didn't like, we were in our pre-show um, notes or, or whatever the fuck we just did. We didn't talk about this at all. Yeah. Um, but I I want to bring it up because I did talk to B about it last night, and we talked about we talked to a couple dudes next to us. Unfortunately, Detroit is not a cool city for wrestling. Really? And and what I mean by that is like if you go to places like New York or like Boston and stuff, their crowds don't they're not sheep they're they don't just root for the good guy yeah and you know i like a lot of the heel characters like it's like if you ask any wrestler they're gonna tell you that you know they prefer playing a heel because you can be an asshole and it's it's funner right you don't have to be like you know go kids you know eat your vitamins you know hustle loyalty respect you don't you know you don't have to do that shit you could be like you're a fucking asshole like Go fuck yourself. You know, I hope your school bus crashes tomorrow. You could do that as a heel. Right. You can't as a baby face. And um, our issue yesterday was everyone just chance for the heels or a chance for the baby faces. And they never go against the grain. Like me and B were trying to like, we were trying to cheer for the Miz. We were trying to cheer for, you know, this person and that person. And, and we couldn't gain enough steam behind it. Like we did get, there was a chant that, uh, you know, Cody Rhodes was versus Miz, and they started chanting "Let's go, Cody." And mm-hmm. me and B and a couple other people um, got to a point where it was noticeably, you know, or at least we could notice it that you know they would chant "Let's go, Cody," and we said "Cody sucks" mm-hmm. like in between. Mm-hmm. So we did get that, you know, that little bit of momentum. But like, yeah, it's Detroit is not a cool city that like they come up with cool chants or they root for the bad guys or like they just. Like I wish they would do like, like Vince wants you to do the, certain things. Right. I want that people to go against the grain in the city. Right. Right. You know, and they don't. Well, I just I honestly think that they just don't have anybody all that interesting to do that with. I I me personally, I don't get the same. Now, granted, I'm not as hardcore of a fan, but I don't get the same visceral reaction to want to like chant for a heel like back in we'll say like the Pillman era where they were able to pull out like weapons and guns and shit. You know, one, that was that was one week. That was dope as hell. Like you look at Stone Cold Steve Austin trying to do a B and A and then someone pulls a gun on him, you're like, whoa, I don't even know who's a good guy in this situation. It's crazy. Like that's what they're missing. You people need to be confused a little bit. You know, they need to be like who's good, who's bad, and are is, are any of these people morally right? And hey, is someone gonna give birth to a hand? They could. Like that these are things that we need to be able to to expect and look forward to. We need the freak show back. Let's bring it back. Come on, Vince. Yeah. And, and it's like even like with the women, like the you know, like they just they they root for who they're supposed to root for. And like there was a time where, you know, they were chanting for Bianca Belair and it got quiet and I just stood up and yelled, Bianca sucks. And she looked at me and just smiled. It was funny because I was like, I uh, legit like stood up when everyone was sitting down. So like you could, like she could see just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just like kind of like smiled and, you know, gave a little smirk. 
And it was <laughs> it was funny to me, you know? Yeah. So. Well, it's... But it was a fun time. That's It does sound good. I mean, that would be... That would be kind of cool to be able to see it from, we from that took, angle. So we went to the bar before. Yeah. We got down there. Uh, B was running a little late. And, um, you know, Hall Road, it's fucking terrible. There's oh, always right. traffic on Hall Road, 59, right. if you're from the area. But um, so he gets to my house. And we go down there. We go to, um, it was at the LCA, the Little Caesars Arena. Mm, yeah. And there's a bar next door called Harry's. It's been there forever. Yeah. And it's a, good, a cool little spot to, you know, pregame. We we get there. We took, I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe we took, we had five shots and four drinks in 45 minutes. Jesus Christ. Why? We had to get our buzz on before going in. <laughs> Like B and B looks oh, at me. Buzz. B That's... looks at me and he's like, he's like, man, I'm not really feeling it. And then I go to the bathroom and I come out and he's like, I'm kind of feeling it now. <laughs> so it was, it was funny. We had some shots of tequila and uh, oh nice, some vodka, club sodas, some white girl drinks. Those are hey, those are classy drinks. There's nothing wrong with it. As an adult, I mean, here's my thing. As an adult, we shouldn't be drinking beer as adults. Okay, beer. Is that's for the young people, and you're gonna drink light beer because you could drink more of it, and you can just piss it right out. This whole craft beer bullshit nonsense—it's just a bunch of people that want to drink bread. They just want to drink flavored bread and get drunk on it, and they can't drink a ton of it, so that's why they got to make sure they get their alcohol content. That's why it's like twelve percent alcohol well, for one of these drinks. Like beer, like beer. I think beer is disgusting. Now. It, it like, is like it's gross. Since I haven't drank beer in a couple years, it's like it's it's like when you drank beer in high school. Like yeah. you're just drinking to get drunk, and you don't really like the taste. And that's how I like any like I used to love Bud Light. And yeah. now, uh, like last time I had a Bud Light, like I had three of them, and it was hard to get down. It was like it was like drinking those Kirklands all over. Again. Yeah. yeah, the fucking Costco beers, the fucking yeah. forty-eight <laughs> pack for twelve bucks. They, I mean, it's it's rough. A Bud Light, I could still drink a Bud Light, but I could drink like one. I used to be able to drink a lot more of them, but I just cannot handle it because it just it feels like. Yeah, it's just it's just nothing but straight up carb. You're drinking carbs. You're it's, drinking bread. It's like you're drinking soup. Yeah, like you just get you're just getting full. Yeah, and it's unnecessary. And for and it's so much easier to get drunk off of something else like a whiskey. Or, I will or like a, a claw, a like white a claw, fucking yeah. seltzer, dude. You have those fucking surges. Yeah, and I fucked up on that because I had fucking like seven or eight of those bitches, which you're only supposed to have like two or three. Yeah. and I blacked out and I th- fucking prayed to the porcelain god. Yeah, and drove home. I don't know why, but you know, <laughs> I made it. Well, that's important. Well, I mean, so the get back. R.I.P. Gilbert Godfrey. This is what we're. Yeah. This is what we came here to do. We came here to talk about uh, Gilbert oh, Godfrey, dude. Side note again, <laughs> you mentioned Scott Hall, right? Yes. So I was listening to uh, DDP's got a new podcast, right? Um, it, it's called like the Snakes Pit or something, and it's with Jake the Snake Roberts, right? And him, and they had a uh, tribute show to Scott Hall, and um, <laughs> Jake, I believe it was Jake, he was talking about he's only fought Scott Hall twice. Okay. One was in JCW. 
Really? And they talk about it. Really? And they talk about it. They like and and Jake was like, "Look, man, he's like he goes, those clowns get a lot of shit, uh-huh. but he's like they're good people." Yeah. And like he's like he goes, uh, "Me and Scott were having a decent match." <laughs> and I, pre- I probably have the DVD around here somewhere. I know. <laughs> but then he said someone threw a beer bottle at Scott and it hit him. And Scott stopped, and he's like, "Fuck this!" And he fucked up a fan, I guess. Oh, really? Yeah. Or he tried to. That's that. You know. Yeah. Probably there's there's probably not a lot of proof. Yeah. Except for the DVDs that you have. Yeah. So, but it was it was just funny when I was listening to that. I forgot to tell you that, and and I listened to it a couple weeks ago. Well, that's that's interesting to know. I mean, they do. They, they for a while they were getting some like interesting. Ma- I mean, I that's I. Uh, it's it's interesting to see like Bo- someone like Bobby Lashley yeah. as like a big time guy because he was when I was working there I met Bobby Lashley if for like some JCW event and I was just, I didn't know who the fuck he was he was just some that, yeah big that was dude. I think that was before like Bellatar and shit probably yeah this was probably twenty uh, twenty twelve maybe right. something like that so yeah it was it, yeah about ten years ago. Yeah, and I just remember later, I was like, oh, yeah, there's a Bobby Lashley guy. I remember seeing his name. It was an interesting name. It just stood out to me. And I remember watching a bunch of dudes shave their backs in the backstage. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's what they do. They just got to shave down. We got to tell that to Shih Tzu. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Gilbert Godfrey, um, the principal and problem child. Actually, that's true. He, is he the principal or is he the... he? Wait, well, the first one, he runs the orphanage, right? Yes, the second movie, when he's, he's the, the principal. principal. Yeah. Peabody. Yes. Yeah. And he's in the third one, too, to some extent. I think he's the principal again. I didn't know there was a third one. Yeah, but they don't have the same kid. It's actually Little Pete from Pete and Pete. Oh, is the, is probably the really dumb. And there was actually a cartoon. Danny Tamborelli? Yes, Danny Tamborelli was in the third one. And there was a cartoon. I remember there was a cartoon. i never seen it, but I remember like the commercial. There's probably not that many episodes. Yeah, and... and uh, it was on. It was one of those cartoons that like USA would pick up and play during the summer, you know, because they right. just needed fucking. It was that and Wings they would have, or like the fucking Mortal Kombat cartoon. I was like, I didn't even know it existed when it was like relevant. And La Femme Nikita. The Femme, yeah, there was La Femme Nikita. This is like USA has like the worst shows ever. Let's be fucking real here. They had wrestling, and that was really it. They've fucking really banked on that. Um. No, my I want to say my favorite movie of his is Aladdin. Um, he was the parrot in Aladdin, and it was it was I don't know why. As a kid, I liked him. He was he was technically a bad guy because he was Jafar's yeah. little right hand guy. Because that in that movie, everybody had like a little animal sidekick. Right. Yeah. Well, with with his voice, I don't think he could be like a like a hero. No, he had a very heel voice. But what was great? This is what I loved. Was because he was he was a favorite character of mine, and in the second movie, Return of Jafar, he becomes a good guy, and he gets to sing songs. <laughs> he gets to sing. He songs. he does get to sing songs. So I wanted to show you some of his some of his uh, some of his songs. To this day, I was actually humming one of them when I came down here because I was like, oh, I remember this. Listen, to, this was this was great. Hold on, let me pull it up here. See, Return of Jafar soundtrack. Here, let's see here. I remember I was in the Disney store. Remember the Disney store in the mall? Yes. It was yes, when that movie was about to come they out. They had that like weird thing that you could sit in. 
right? Like the little theater thing for like kids. I think so because they had a big like projection yeah. screen, and they would just show like clips from movies and little songs from all you know the Disney stuff. Um, and uh, but I remember it, they were advertising the Return of Jafar, which I gotta say, for a direct to DV or not DVD, direct to tape back then. VHS, yeah, VHS with those big ass fucking c- cassette. Yes. Like uh, cases. Yep. Yeah. It it was actually it was like one seal proof. One of the best, um, like uh, uh, directed DVD sequels or whatever VHS sequels that they had back then, um, because it, I I thought it was I watched that tape so many fucking times as a kid. I liked it more than the first one, even Dude, though it didn't have this. It didn't even have Robin Williams in it. One of those cassette tape like holders. The 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 um I don't even know what you call it. Oh, the, the thing that the, the tape sits in. Right? Yes. Yeah. Dude, that could survive, like, the Titanic. Oh, yeah. Like, that thing, like, I wouldn't be surprised if that was, like, you found one at the bottom of the Titanic with, like, fucking, like, like the heart of the ocean in it. Yeah, like, the, that thing is so solid. And the, it has the seal-proof fucking... Disney was smart, though, because they knew that... Because the, it was mostly... It was really only Disney movies or kids' movies yeah. that were in there. Um, and I remember... Well, because they were smart because they know kids are going to touch it. Right. And they're going to break the, t- they're going to want to take the tape yeah. out, put it in, and they're going to break it. And you couldn't break them. Right. I mean, I, I'm i sure I still have tapes my parents have somewhere oh, with that clamshell You case. know, I'm back in back in my dad's house, and he's still got them all. Oh, well, like, see, there you go. And they're, like, accessible. They're, like, right there. Like, I know where they're at. But this. I don't uh, know if we have a VCR, but. This is the. It's actually all of a sudden that's becoming a hit, uh, like a new hip thing. It's just like getting a record player, like yeah. getting a VCR is like, ooh, you got a. That's a. That's a valuable item, which I wish I kind of regret throwing mine away. But um, there's actually a guy on Instagram that goes and will take modern movies, record them on cassette, and then makes his own custom cassette sleeves in the retro style of cassettes. Yeah. For like movies like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or something right. that came out in the last few years. Um, but I remember hearing, I mean, this song is the best. This, I remember hearing this. That's it. I've had it. I Gilbert Godfrey has an amazing singing voice. This is a song, just so everybody knows, this is a song about him, like, separating for Jafar. Like, he's look. it's called I'm Looking Out for Me. And that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna look out for himself. And I was like, that's like the perfect anti-hero. He's like the Stone Cold Steve Austin of the fucking Aladdin universe, right? He's just looking out for himself. I wanna know who the guy was at Disney though, that was like, listen, we need music. It's a Disney movie. Yeah. We have to have songs. Let's get a bunch of and this isn't the only one. Let's get half the songs. Sung by Gilbert Godfrey. That's the move. Show, I'm cutting you loose, pal. Look out below. This is the best. This is like this is like Joe Pesci fucking singing. Oh man, it's 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 great. But he also sings like a love song. Check this out. I think it's this one. Hold on. Uh, I want to say. Is it this one? Yeah. Forget about the way you fell He's amazing. He's a renaissance man. He could do anything. Forget about his charms. Forget about the way he held now, you in his arms. Okay, this might be a stupid question, but like I get that this is his voice, right? Yeah. 
But is it like his real, like if you had a conversation with him, would he sound like this? Or is he putting on an act like, is he is he not kayfabing? So this is, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, uh, you aren't the only person to ever ask that. And I have a clip here. Um, Howard Stern actually played what his real voice is years ago. Um because they he called him out for it. and he actually had him in studio I believe uh when he played this and he just played it off and he still never he would never use his real voice he just wouldn't even, even when he played it for him um I think it's this I want to say it's this one a cartoon character you are what what voice is this from Aladdin Aladdin yeah. he plays a parrot yeah and in fact so uh, here's they wanted the Gilbert kid. for this they even drew the parrot to look like him even before they gave him the part because they, they only had they Gilbert in mind Hold on, let me fast forward a little bit. Just forget it. Yeah, Look see, that's him from Aladdin. I'm so ticked off that I'm molting. Patience, Thiago. Patience. You ever watch this cartoon? And then... Crying. He interrupts everything else. <laughs> Answering machine. Yes. Okay. And this is Gilbert's real voice. Yeah. All right, just as scary. Yes. All right, but it's like a whole different guy. Oh, All right, here it is. Yeah, Gary, it's Gilbert. You I'll kidding? probably be there tomorrow, but um, if you could call us... And just tell me what exactly is going on tomorrow, you know. That's his real voice. Yeah, you know, who's going to be there and everything like that. Um, that's the scariest. You know what he sounds like? You know what he sounds like? This is Kevin McAllister. He, he does. The father. <laughs> or whatever. Uh, it is, uh, I know it's not Kevin because he's Kevin. What's the dad's name? Uh, um, but no... Oh, what no, does no. he say? Is it is it just this is Mr. McAllister, it might, the father? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it might be actually, um, but no, that's what he that's what he actually sounded like. But he would just never break, like, never break character. Like it was, it was crazy. There's actually a documentary about his life, which I've been meaning to see for years, and apparently, like he's a little crazy. Like he doesn't. He doesn't want to spend money, and he hoards, like, every free soap, free toothbrush or whatever you get at a hotel room. He goes to dollar stores and hoards just really cheap stuff. Like, it's crazy. He's just this weird. And and he's one of these guys, too. Like, I've seen his stand-up before. I've seen... um, like on Comedy Central. I've seen some of his, like the roast that he's, he's on. Yeah, I've seen that. He's very funny. He only has one album. One album. And it's just him telling fucking street jokes. It's just dirt. It's called Dirty Jokes, and it's a bunch of dirty fucking jokes. <laughs> and he ends with the aristocrats. That's the, the uh, you know, the most dirtiest joke of them all. Yeah. And that's that's who – and it was – he was – oh, I think it was that air of mystery is what made him interesting to me. Is like you couldn't really find a lot of material on him. You just right. had to like catch it when you seen it. Huh. <laughs> I know. It's – it's he's well, – uh, I, was, I was trying to think of what else I know him from because I know him from like Problem Child and, and, yeah. and Aladdin. And that's pretty much it. And then like I've seen him on – you know the Comedy Central roast, yeah, and it seemed like like I I forget which roast it was, but he was up there like, you know, doing his thing, and like he was like the one guy that like people were like, like it was like I thought it was pretty good, but like people didn't like it, 
You know what I mean? Like they were like, like you could tell like the the reaction from the crowd. Yeah, yeah, was yeah, just yeah. like they were like, you know, kind of get through your shit, man. He because yeah. he does have a very like distinctive style. Well, I, what I liked about him was is he would kind of go in and he would just hammer away at something to the point where it was like. Is this funny? And it's almost not funny, but then he keeps on it enough where it then becomes funny. Right. Like, kind of like what Family Guy does, you know? Yeah. Where they're able to, like, just take something where you're like, it's no longer funny, and if they just keep doing it, it becomes better. And that's because that's what he would do is, like, he would just have these extreme... There was one where he was, like, talking about Joan Rivers' vagina, like, coming out of a fucking sewer grate or something like that. It just kept going. And there was one where... Oh man, there was a there was a bunch. That's what he would do. Yeah, he would just lay lay into something. But in, in, the thing is, it's like you never got what you wanted him. Like I bought his I bought his book. He wrote a book, right? Called Rubber Balls and Liquor. Sounds like a winner. <laughs> and um, it it's it wasn't. I didn't really like it. It was it was interesting because he told his story, and there was jokes that like in it, but it doesn't work written down. Like you know what I mean? It, right. Because you got to hear his voice. Yeah, the voice is part of it. It's it's all part of like that like, that act. Like he like if you think of like the most like distinctive voices mm-hmm. like ever, he's got to be in the top like five. Oh, a- absolutely. I mean, there's so many. There was for a while up until he got in trouble. For like, he used to have a Twitter account. <laughs> he used to tweet all kinds of shit, and uh, he used to do the fucking Affleck duck. Yep. He did a bunch of kids' cartoons and everything. I mean, obviously Aladdin, but he did like some PBS stuff. Mm-hmm. He was on all kinds of shit, and then he did like uh, he got canceled because he made fun of I think it was like that Japanese tsunami or whatever. Right, and uh, and then yeah, then he was like they got fired. He got fired from everything, and then. But goddamn cancel cars, cancel culture. Yeah, he was he was early on it. Like he got he got hit first with the cancel culture before anybody else. And uh, his damn squinty eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had he's, he would squint his eyes, and it was like he was little. He had this loud voice. It was just the weirdest thing. It was like he was trying to like read something from far away. Yeah. It was just like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or he would always, it was like it was the, the lights were too bright for him type of thing. Like, it was just really, I don't know. I, it, it's like the weirdest character. And I, I just, and that was what I was disappointed in when I read his book, because I wanted to understand, like, okay, what is this character? If you're going to take you need, it straight. You need you need the audio audio book. Yeah, you do. You Honestly, like, I look at it this way. If you're going to, if a comedian's going to write a book, I either want to know about your story, tell me your story, or tell me jokes, or... Norm Macdonald's book was really good because he wrote a a memoir, quote unquote, like a story of his life. Right. But half of it was made up shit. And it was clearly made up. Like Like he went to the moon. Yeah, like he went to prison because he tried to kill fuck it. He was he had he was in love with Sarah Silverman and tried to kill her boyfriend and tried to like it was this whole crazy Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, at least it makes it interesting. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, it was. And then I, I listened to the audiobook, so it was even better. Like, if I ever have a memoir, like, I'm going to be like, look, you know, when I was 18, I was a cave diver and yeah. I found a bunch of gold mm-hmm. and then I got robbed by Kratz and <laughs> fucking my goal, you know, then this and this and this happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 
you know? I mean, that's the way to do it. That's the, that's the way to do it. The story of Caboose, you know? <laughs> the story. The sto- yeah, it's the fucking... Co- Caboose Confidential. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're gonna get a bunch of Scott Kate's ca- stories. We are, you know get that, some, that uh, Kate's you know, who knows if any of those are true? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they're true. I think they're very true. Um, I would like to ask him some questions. Um, I there's some there's some story. Well, we'll we'll have to get into it with him there, but um, but no, I I think that you know what's what's interesting too is like he's like we there's like certain comedians that. And maybe it's because I'm old and I don't really like pay attention to too much to like new comedians or new entertainers in right. general, like rappers and everything. That's just same. Like, but like I these they keep dying, <laughs> and it's like I don't know anybody. Like I know of there's like one comedian that I will follow now that I in addition to the ones I've been following for the last like twenty years. Right. Like that's I'm still like if 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 Dane Cook dies I'm really gonna be upset because I'm, I'm no one's replace I'm not getting any replacements we've lost Norm Macdonald I've lost we've lost Gilbert Godfrey you know fucking Bernie Mac was years ago I'm yeah. still reeling over that one I'm still upset I still that, wake up Bernie every day. Mac show was awesome it was a pretty good show is it it's when uh, when Jordan prank calls Triple H. It's a pretty damn good episode. Did he really? Yeah. He found like Triple H's number. Like oh, Bernie Mac had like a yeah. list of like numbers, like celebrities or whatever. And he like <laughs> he was pranking a bunch and he called Triple H and pranked him. And then Triple H uh, <laughs> called Bernie back and he was like, Yeah, your nephew's doing this. And he's like, Why don't you show up at the house and tell him that you're gonna kick his ass? And so he shows up. And he's like, Oh, you think it's funny? And he, he's acting like he's gonna kick his ass. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, I'm not getting anything. I'm not getting anything new. But the the worst thing, okay. So if someone tells me to listen to a certain artist, I yep. will. And and you know, I, I'll check them out. And you know, it is what it is. Like you know, a like comedy music is subjective. And but you can kind of tell pretty early if you're gonna like it or not, right? Mm-hmm. I hate when people suggest comedians. I fucking hate it because yeah. I'm like my sense of humor and like I I think a lot of comedians try too hard yeah. and I'm just like dude this isn't funny like or like just I'm very particular with comedians. Well there's a lot of there's a thing that I've noticed where you can almost see that there's a mathematic equation going on where they're like if I say x and y plus this absurdity we get a laugh, right? And and there's like certain people that I've seen do it um, like um, a lot of the, like the women comedians, like Amy Schumer. Yeah, was, it was very. I, I don't understand how she got as big as she did. No. Truly, I don't because she was basically doing the same thing Sarah Silverman. <clears throat> excuse me, Sarah Silverman was doing, uh, way before. And I thought Sarah Silverman was funny. She was the, she was the only woman comedian that I actually thought was funny up until recently. And she's kind of gotten a little crazy. But um, but yeah, it's uh, like when Amy Schumer came out, it was just a thing of like oh. Cute girl says crazy, uh, gross or racist or homophobic, whatever yeah. the thing is, things. But nowadays, you can't do that. Right. Like, that was what I liked about Sarah Silverman early on is because it would be this thing of – it wasn't just her, but but as a girl, it was, it was a different take where she would take on, like, this innocent girl persona 
and would say these ridiculous things, but would act like, what do you, I don't, there's nothing wrong with this. Like, it's just, you're just this ignorant child almost. And there was something kind of funny in that, but because the times have changed and you can't make jokes like that, like there was one where she talked about where there's a, there was, she talked about how there's a special diamond that she wants. She's, and, uh, and you have to get it from the tailbone of an African baby. <laughs> and they have to debone the baby. It's just like, there's no way she can make a joke like that. But because it was so absurd, right. and she would say it so innocently, like, what's the problem here? Like, that's what made it funny. And now there's just, you know, in that, in that scene of like, you know, I guess you'd say like women comedians, like none of them are doing that anymore. Right. And all the new ones just want to talk about woke shit. Yeah. And like even like um, I don't know your opinion on like Segura. Segura, I liked him early on, but I think he's, I, I think I think he's he's a product of Joe Rogan's got the same problem where because he has a very very successful podcast and he broadcasts a lot, it kind of waters down the actual stand up comedy. Because like I I've seen some of his Netflix stuff. Yeah. And like people are like, oh, you should check this out because it's really funny and stuff. I think like ten percent of it's funny. Like yeah. the rest of it, I'm like, dude, this is, this is stupid. Years ago, probably I want to say ten years ago or so, when he was kind of his first couple comedy specials on Netflix. Yeah, I thought they were really good. Um, but yeah, then he kind of is like, you kind of hit a, hit a wall a little bit. Like I think, and I like I think he's a better broadcaster than he is a comedian. I think there's a lot of comedians that are like that. I think honestly, Joe Rogan's a better broadcaster than the comedian, in my opinion. Like I've seen his stand up and yeah, he's he can be funny and I would see him live, but it's not it's not like Dave Chappelle. Right. You know, it's not like Norm MacDonald. It's but not like, like any I don't even thing. think like like I never got into like Cat Williams. I never thought he no, was that funny. I could never get into that. And like you know, it's just like these like especially like Cat Williams had that one special that like blew up. Yeah, I And didn't I'm get like, it. dude, this is not funny. Like or I, like even like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart like had the one and it was decent. The yeah. uh you know the Y'all gonna learn today. Yeah. yeah. That that was it was all right, you know, but like that that was basically just Bernie Mac. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, he the Kevin Hart early Kevin Hart I thought was was good. There was I seen two of his and then, but but then it was it was one of those things where I just I see the pattern, I see your template that you're just filling in, right? And most people don't. So this was um, I forget the comedian, but he had mentioned uh, a young guy that I don't really pay attention to. I say young, he's probably my age, but um, that I don't really pay attention to. But he was saying as like nowadays comedians take a different approach to when they set up like their comedy specials because they used to do a buildup to like their big jokes at the end. Right. But nowadays people don't actually watch the whole thing. Right. They'll watch it's maybe for like clips. Yeah. They watch for clips or they watch like 20 minutes of it on Netflix. And so what they'll do is they'll put all the big stuff up front and then all the, like the longer, slower stuff at the end. Yeah. And, um, and I think that that's, that's all, part of it too is like, I always liked listening you know, I listen to people like George Carlin um, or um, uh, Chappelle was was good at doing it, too, where they could just, like, draw something out. Even, like, old Bill Cosby would just draw right. something out for a while. And that's what I enjoyed was just that. I didn't need just a bunch of, like, jokes to slap me in the face. Yeah. Um, I, that's why I liked – that's what I kind of like about Tom Segura early on. Um, I just – I'm just not connecting with him anymore. Yeah, because, like, like, Chappelle, it's, like, the entire – 
the entire stand-up is one big joke. And yeah, like it yeah, all yeah. ties in. Like, And then he'll say something at the very beginning that you kind of forget about, and it ties in at the very end. Right. And, you know, it's it's almost like genius. But, um, yeah, between him and, like, Tosh, and then there was um, a dude that I, n- I never really got into, but I di- o- did always think he was funny. He was always on those roasts. It was um, Jizzleneck. Oh, Jizzleneck? Jizzleneck. Yeah. Jizzleneck. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I think he's He's got a very different approach. Yeah. He's very dry, but I think he's I think he's pretty funny. I I just never like watched something like fully of his. I've just seen him on the roast. Same here. Like I've seen him in like um on like podcasts or I've seen he had a show on Comedy Central for a little bit, but I don't it just didn't work. Right. Because he's just too he's just too dry. It's just too he he he, he he's funny but he doesn't have personality. Yes. Yeah. He's a be- it sounds like he's a better writer than a performer. Right. And that was always something like I remember um like I said I was a big fan of George Carlin and like his he was a great writer, and honestly, I think his performance was was weak. But for him, it 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 kind of worked because he was just like different from everybody. You know, he was like in that era of like Richard Pryor and shit. Right. Um. But like, there's definitely like a like a thing where like Steve Martin. So I was watching um Steve Martin not. You were watching ago. Father of the Bride. Yes, great movie. It actually made me cry a little bit at the end. Um, no, it was. I was watching like his old stand-up comedy because he was like he was like huge as a comedian. Yeah. He was like he was like Dane Cook levels yeah. back in the day. Like he was big, and then he just gave it up because he couldn't even perform anymore. Mm-hmm. Like Dave Chappelle, You're right. like he couldn't perform because people he would sell out like these giant arenas, and he could he'd be like these people aren't even listening to me. They they can't even hear. And because he, he was the type that would do like this real subtle. Like meta, like the joke is that he's making fun of other comedians doing the joke, right? Type of thing, and um, I, I I identify that it's technically funny, but I just never could like I could never get into it. like I could watch it and to appreciate it, but he'd be one of those guys, kind of like um like Jeselnik, yeah, where it's like I appreciate what you're doing. But I, it just doesn't click for me, right? Like I'll watch it to see how you approach it, but that's. That's all I'll get out of it. Well, it's like it's probably like it's it's probably compared to like a like a Mayweather fight, right? Yeah. So um Mayweather is, you know, uh like other boxers appreciate what Mayweather does. Yeah. But his fights are super boring because yeah. he's actually using technique and not like trying to knock you out. It, yeah, that and that's actually you kind of hit the nail on the head there because there's something there with like a Gilbert Godfrey, I remember I wanted to figure out like how like what is it that's making this funny? Is it can't be just his voice, right? It can't be just his material because listening to him do fucking just dirty jokes that anybody that you've heard any old man say was actually entertaining, right? So like what was it? And it made you want to like dig into that. Whereas in yeah, like a like I was saying with like a like a Steve Martin where it's like okay, well I can kind of see what you're doing, right? But it's not really shaking me up. Yeah, um, and like if you're in like the, if you're like in the quote unquote industry, and you're another comedian, you can yeah. probably appreciate it much more than just a fucking regular Joe schmo that's watching your stand up. Yeah, yeah, it was like um, um, oh man, there was what's that guy's name? Fuck, 
I'm drawing a blank on him. There's a there's a few that were kind of like Mina Mencia. <laughs> yeah, Carlos Mencia. Yes, he was a very cutting edge. Uh, wrote great material. He was cutting edge because he, he, he stole a bunch of shit. <laughs> he's, you know, he's very cutting edge. He's still around. He's still. He, oh, you know what's crazy? Now he hasn't met up with Joe Rogan, but he's actually been on other podcasts, and it's so weird because he still will not admit. He still would not admit that he stole anything. Well, like, okay, so you get to a point and his where career you're like, is destroyed. Right, but you got to get to a like you you're at a point where you're like, all right, well, now if I admit it, I'm really done. So I'll just you know kind of roll with it, I guess. But it's it's so weird though because like I've seen um I've seen video of him as of recent when the last few years of him like he'll film himself doing stand up somewhere and he's doing like very small venues or he'll do like I think he's got a very big like uh what would you say like a Mexican following or yeah. something like there's people like George Lopez right. and shit like that that'll have like more of a Hispanic following or and fluffy I, or whatever the hell like Iglesias yeah, whatever yeah. his name is but like his obviously isn't that big cuz he's not respected but right. he's he's able to draw from that but it's like I seen him doing jokes, and you could tell in his face, like he's laughing. But he's like, "Please laugh at this joke. Right. Please don't. Please don't heckle me." Because I'm sure there's so many people fucking just talk shit to him all he, the time. Yeah, he probably he probably needs to get paid, and probably just is like, "I gotta get through this show. Yeah, I just gotta get through this show." And the thing is, is like he was making bank for yeah. a while. Like he was on top of it. He had the fucking show. Yeah, he had the show. He, he was the show right after Chappelle. Like he was yes. supposed to take that over. Yeah. Or yeah. that kind of comedy comedy thing. And it was just it he was yeah, he was cause he branded himself. I'll never forget the first time I seen Carlos Mencia. Uh it was on one of those um Comedy Central, you know, they used to do like the half hour things. Yeah. That's like when Dane Cook popped was yeah. from that, right? And I remember seeing him and it was right it was right after 9-11. Um, there it was that same year, and I remember he came up and he was like, he he was what he was talking about was actually pretty like he was very animated and if and back then you didn't know he stole anything so right. it was like it was like oh man this guy's actually really entertaining, and then he was able to like make it serious. But it wasn't like that ham-handed, like, hey, everybody clap for the troops bullshit, right. you know? He would, he kind of like, I can't remember exactly how he finished it, but the he he ended not even on a joke. But it was like, it was after, it was in 2001, or maybe 2002, um, and he kind of ended it with like, basically, like, appreciate every moment that you got. Right. Because sometimes you don't know when it's going to end, type of thing, and it didn't even sound corny. Like it just, and maybe again, maybe it was because of the timing. Because it was yeah, recent. you never know if you're going to be in a fiery building. Right, right. And I was like, man, that guy is like, what's? I want to see more of that guy. Like that was fucking dope as hell. And uh, I remember he he had a couple DVDs. Went the blockbuster. Yep. And I rent I rented one before he got really famous, and then there was one after he got famous. And um. And then yeah, the the fucking Joe Rogan thing, I remember seeing that and I was like, what? Well, yeah, because uh, when like, when, when Chappelle, you know, quote unquote, went crazy, went to Africa and yeah. stopped doing the Chappelle show, like it was basically like fucking like table fed to to Mencia, yeah, to do yeah. skit comedy because they they had that slot open and he was the next big up and coming guy that was gonna do it, yeah, and then fucking Schumer got it. Like years later, <laughs> yeah, and it was terrible. It's like, well, basically, and she stole jokes too. Basically, the the thing is, it's like, are you a minority? Can you do skits? Yeah, <laughs> go do this thing. You know what I'm saying? It was 
fucking ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, I, I'll never forget his thing. It's so crazy because what really took him down, what re- even the Joe Rogan stuff, like people online were going to talk shit. And I remember some radio shows got in on it. I don't think it made its way up to like Howard Stern level, but it was like some big shows like Opie and Anthony and shit where like actually brought him on to talk with like Joe Rogan and shit. Right. Like they actually like fed this like almost like a wrestling work for a while. And but it kind of just like went away a little bit. And right. people just knew like I think he steals jokes, but like whatever. But the fucking footage, I don't know if I've ever showed you the footage of when he stole the Bill Cosby joke. Yeah. Like that and and for him to say like no, that it's like dude, that was huge in the 80s. Like everybody before this was before Bill Cosby was a rapist. Right. Or he was technically, but nobody knew. And <laughs> It wasn't a big deal at the time. No, he was like, whatever. He rapes and he saves. Yeah. But he was... He got, he does jello, dude. Yeah. Um, wasn't it? Or whatever the fuck he... How he would talk. You know you'd talk like that. He'd be like, jello. I don't think he did That's how Cosby talked. I don't think so. He was like... And then he was in Jack. Oh, yeah, he was in Jack. That's right. I was I was a big Cosby fan. I remember when I was excited when he would actually be in a movie. I'm like, no way, he's in Jack. Yeah, like, what? He's in this? he wasn't Jack. I wanted to watch every movie he was in, like fucking Ghost Dad, <laughs> Ghost Dad. Dude, we got to watch Ghost Dad sometime. <laughs> you haven't lived until you've seen that movie. I've seen Ghost Dad. Have you? Yeah, that's great. It's great. We got to rewatch it. We get we should rewatch it and fucking do some commentary on it. Um. Speaking of stolen jokes, <laughs> oh, I got some stolen jokes. Oh, you got some jokes. Let me. I got some stolen out, jokes. Let me pull out mine here. Yeah, what do you got? All right. So, a penguin. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Takes his car to the shop. Okay. And the mechanic says, "It'll take about an hour uh-huh. for him to check it." Okay. While he waits, the penguin goes to an ice cream shop and orders a big sundae to pass the time. Oh, okay. So. The penguin isn't the neatest eater, and he ends up uh, covered in melted ice cream. When he returns to the shop, the mechanic takes one look at him and says, looks like you blew a seal. And he says, no, the penguin insists, it's just ice cream. Ah, I get it. He blew a seal. (laughs) Sucking seal dick. Sucking seal dick (laughs) on the break. Now, what if he actually meant, like, not even, like, an animal seal, but the singer? (laughs) He's like, yeah. it looks like he blew a seal. It looks like he blew seal. He's yeah, like, well, I did get a kiss from a rose. Yeah. That's a, that's how that joke should end. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pull one. I'm gonna pull this one here. Um, so, uh, so <laughs> a man. All right. A man. A man. A man. A man. A man. I always love a joke that starts with a man. A man. A man goes to a doctor and says, "Doctor, I, I don't, I don't know if my wife has to, well, TB for tuberculosis or VD for venereal disease. I don't know if she's got TB or VD." All right. And the doctor says, "Well, listen, this is what you do. Okay, you get some time set aside, it's just you and her in the home. You chase her around the bed a little bit. Just chase her around the bedroom." If she coughs, then you can fuck her. Tuberculosis makes you cough. Awesome. Oh, huh. oh, you didn't v- know about that? V- VD. Yeah, VD. You don't, is a yeah, you don't want to. That's a yeah, you STD. Don't fuck her if he's got that's got STDs. 
Like we we're not gonna get the STDs though. No, there's, no, they're they're, <laughs> they're gonna get the girls with yeah. STDs. Oh, you gotta be careful when you say that. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Steiner, that piece of shit. Fucking All right. <laughs> um. What's what's uh what's long green and smells like bacon? Long green and smells like bacon. Smell like bacon. I don't know what's. Kermit the Frog's fingers. Ah, because he fingers a pig. <laughs> Woo! Oh, man, that's a good one. I like it. Um, hold on a second. Let me look. Oh, here, here's one. Here's one. Here. Um, this one I've heard. I've heard this one from a few different places. I even think like I think Eddie Murphy even said this once. So, uh, let's see. A a bear. A bear and a rabbit. A bear and a rabbit. Yep, they're taking a shit in the woods together. Okay. They do this. Does anyone hear it? Well, that's how. You, if if they if they don't, then do they actually shit? I know. We don't know. That's so. That's, a bear and a rabbit are taking a shit. The, right? That's for the sequel. But yeah, it's a bear and a rabbit. <laughs> they're taking a shit in the woods. Um, and the bear, the bear turns to the rabbit and goes, "Hey, do you have any trouble with the shit sticking to your fur?" Yeah, you know, you have this issue with that happening afterwards. And, uh, and, um, and the rabbit says, no, I don't got, I don't have that problem. Like, that, what are you crazy? I don't got that issue. I don't got that issue. Yeah. Dingleberries. Yeah. So the bear wipes his ass with the rabbit. Huh. He's got the, he's got the, he's got the bear shit in his fur now. Yeah. Well, he doesn't because he doesn't have a problem with shit sticking to his fur. Yeah. See how that works out? That does work. You gotta out. be careful on the question. Sometimes, if you're shitting next to another man, you gotta be careful of the questions they ask, because they might just want to wipe their shit on you. That's the lesson out of this. I that like a, a joke with a lesson. Well, here's a lesson. Yeah. Um. So, husband and wife. Yes. They're they're having a conversation. Uh huh. And um. The uh, the husband says to the wife, "I bet you can't tell me something that will make me both happy." And sad at the same time. Okay. You know, so she he tells that to the wife. She's thinking about it for a minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, she looks at him, and she goes, your penis is bigger than your brother's. Ah, ah I get it. See? It took me a minute. I was like, see? that took me Happy a second. Happy and sad. Yeah, it's like, well, that's nice, but how do you know that's the size yeah. of my brother's penis is? Yep. And then it turns into a murder-suicide. Yes, it does. <laughs> That's what OJ, what happened to OJ? That's how domestics start. Um, Speaking of domestics, I got a a good domestic one. Okay, all right. How did did Rihanna find out Chris Brown was cheating on her? Uh, How did Rihanna find out Chris Brown was cheating? I don't know how. She found another woman's lipstick on his knuckles. Ah, there we go. Now, the the thing about that joke is you got to think about like, Oh, wait a minute. So she found lipstick from another woman. That's the cliche. Yep. But it's on his knuckles. So that must be how he shows he, his love yeah, by he, beating women he, in the face. He, he cared enough about her <laughs> like, to punch her in the that, face. That joke is so deep on their relationship and what how it functions. <laughs> because it's not... He wouldn't love you if he didn't hit you. Yeah, that's how you know. Oh, God. That's how you know. Well, I have another bear joke. Oh, I we love bear another, jokes. Yes, there's nothing like a good bear joke. Okay, if you haven't, if you don't, if you don't know bear jokes, then get the fuck out. If you don't listen to a bear joke once a week, you might be right. Oh, 
That's another book. I actually got one of those books around here. The fucking... <laughs> the redneck the book? The redneck book. The, oh, si- side note, before I get into this bear joke, okay? <laughs> Talking about comedians with a fucking system, like a fucking fi- Mad Lib system on how to fucking write a joke. Jeff Foxworthy and his goddamn You Might Be a Redneck. I fucking hate it, You that. can... I don't even know what the original ones were. I think it's like, if you have a TV sitting on another TV, sitting on another TV, you might be a redneck. It'd be something like that. Right. But you can do it with anything. Yeah. You, you can literally do it with anything. I, I could sit here right now and bang out a hundred of those where I'm like, if you find out your grandmother has corns eh, on her feet and you like to suck them off. Using ranch dressing, you might be a redneck. It if works. you were fucking your sister last night and you had a great time and slapped your brother high five and tagged him in, yeah. you may be a redneck. Yeah. If you mow the lawn in the nude at midnight, you might be a redneck. See, it just works. No matter what you put, yeah. you just draw it out. Anyway, I got a bear joke. So right. I don't know if you can bear with this. Ha! Is that the joke? No. <laughs> uh, I said that's a good one. Um, so a man. A man. Another man, though. This is a different man. Okay, a different man from yeah. the previous. But this man, this man goes hunting in the woods, and he okay. sees a big grizzly bear. Big grizzly bear. He takes out his rifle. Takes out his rifle. And he opens fire on it. The bam, bear, bam, bear. Now, be prepared for this. The bear growls. Okay. okay. Jumps on the man, turns him over on his belly, and fucks him in the ass. All right. As bears are so prone to do. I, I've seen Revenant. Then the, yeah, see? <laughs> then the hunter, he's really angry. <laughs> he comes back the next day with a machine gun. He opens fire on it. The bear growls, jumps forward, knocks the hunter to the ground, and guess what? Fucks him in the he ass. Fucks him in the ass again. He can't get enough of it. Now. Enough's enough. This hunter, he's really angry. Like, why does he keep coming point, back? At this point, his anger is like palpable. Like, right. you can literally, if you were to, if you were to, he would be burning red. He's sitting at home. He's writing a manifesto. He's like uh, Robert De Niro in Taxi Driver, writing out a fucking novel about what he's going to do to this bear when he finally gets it, and how it's a symptom of the greater loss of society. So anyway, now he's really angry. He comes back the next day with a cannon, okay? And this time he's- A Nick Cannon? (laughs) Yes, Nick Cannon. He comes back with Nick Cannon. All right. He comes back with a cannon this time, and he sees the same bear. He opens fire with the cannon, shooting a cannonball. The bear, guess what? Growls, leaps forward, knocks the hunter to the ground, turns him over on his stomach, and says to this hunter- Something tells me you don't just come here to hunt, do you? He's getting fucked. That's he's like you keep coming over. Yeah. I think you like it. It's yeah. basically what he's implying. Yeah, it's nothing like a good bear joke. <laughs> you haven't lived unless you've told a good lengthy bear joke. Well, so we've all been on road trips, right? Yes. You know, families families driving down the road, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this family. Happens to be driving behind a garbage truck. Okay. And um, a dildo flies out oh. from the back of the truck. Okay. And it hits the windshield. Mm-hmm. You know, mom's all embarrassed. She's like, what am I going to tell my kid? You know, what? how am I going to explain this? So 
she's trying to keep her son's innocence. He's he, you know, he's a child. Yeah. So she turns around and she goes, "Don't worry, dear. It was just an insect." Mhm. And uh the boy replies, "Wow, mom. How did the insect get off the ground with a cock like that?" <laughs> it was a fucking dildo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. That kid is smart. He is that smart. Kid, that kid's going places. He is. That kid's really going places. I had a, I have a, that reminds me of another joke. Let me put this other one away. Is it another bear joke? I hope it's another bear joke. <laughs> no, I, w- I was going to do a bear joke, but it reminded me of uh, um, this one. Um, Oh, wait, that's, I can't say. That's got a word I can't say. <laughs> I can't do that one. <laughs> Hold on a second. I got into uh, um uh. What? All right, let's do this one here. Let's let's do this one here. Um. So, I'm, I'm, it's loading. I'm sorry. It's, it's why does uh why does Dr Pepper come in a can? Why does Dr Pepper come in a can? I'm I'm I I don't fully know. It's because his wife died. Wait, wait, what? Why does Dr. Pepper come in a can? Why does Dr. Pepper come in a can? Okay. Because his wife died. I mean, he can... He doesn't come inside his wife anymore. Yeah, but why a can in particular? Like, he can come in anything if he wants. Yeah, but he can't come in his wife. (laughs) So he comes in a can. Like butters. (laughs) He's a special goo. Yep. Oh god! My, hold on, my fucking page crashed. All right, my shit. I'll keep going. Yeah, keep going. I gotta reload mine. What hold do you on. call an anorexic woman? Yeah, with a yeast infection. Oh, I I might actually know this, but for the sake of the joke, I will. What is what? A quarter pounder with cheese. Oh, okay, that wasn't what I was thinking of, but that's good. I actually like that one. Um, no, are, are you still down? I got more. Yeah, go, go, give me one more. What's the difference between a hooker? And a drug dealer. A hooker and a drug dealer. Um, the difference between a hooker and a drug dealer. Um, I don't know. A hooker can wash her crack and sell it again. Drug dealer. Oh, can't. yeah, drug I get dealer it. Can't. Yeah. Um, Boom! That was pretty solid. Now, I have one for you. All right. A little bit different. This one's a little racist. I'm going to be honest. I'm oh, God. Get, yeah. Are we going to get canceled? I don't. I, I hope not. Um, so there's a uh, Japanese man goes to... Oh, if it's uh, racist against Japs. I don't think you could say that. Oh, well, <laughs> sorry. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so a Japanese man goes, or maybe a Chinese <laughs> I man. I made it. I made it. I made it racist. Yeah, now you really made it racist. God damn it. So a, a Japanese man... Goes to the eye doctor. We love Chinese and Japanese people. I, I love them. Yeah, we don't. Kim, dude, how many? <laughs> you were gonna say Kim Jong Un? No, that's he's Korean. I know, but that's what you were gonna say. <laughs> There's no other reason why you would have said Kim. Oh, I was gonna say Ken. Liang. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ugh. Um. <laughs> so. Um. <laughs> was it? Oh, so a Japanese man goes to an eye doctor. Eye doctor takes a look at his eyes and does a full exam. And he's like, "Well, sir, looks like you have a cataract." 
And he goes, no, doctor, what are you talking about? You're crazy. I think you need the glasses. He's like, I don't have a, no, that's not true. I, I drive a Rinkin Continental. I get it. <laughs> Shitty <See>? shushy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's one of those types of things. You know, so shitty I'd, walk. Yeah, um, um, it was uh, oh, what was the other? There was there was one. Oh, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. I got one. I got one here. Uh, I don't have any more bear jokes, unfortunately. That was really what I was. I was really banking on the bear jokes. I'm gonna. Oh lie. man, that was a big. That's a that was a big deal for me. Um, so I got one. Oh, I got one right here. Okay, so. Uh, a man, a another, man, another man, He's another got, man. Now this man has a son. All right, man and son. He goes to the son's room, and the son goes. Oh no, he goes to the son actually, and uh, he sees him. He walks in on his son, and his son's jerking off. He's like, he looks at him all disappointed. He's like, oh, look, you know, I didn't know I was raising a deviant. So he goes to his son. He goes, hey, son, you know, if you keep uh, masturbating, you're gonna go blind. And the son looks at him and he goes, uh, "Dad, I'm over here. Dad, look at me over here." Huh? Because he's yeah. Because he masturbated. Because he's he, like father, like son. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. It's a house, house full, full, of full, full of jism. Yeah, it's full of jism. It's full of jism. Um, there was there was one, <laughs> there was one more that I had here. I was trying to load. Do you know what a six point nine is? A 6.9? No, yep. what's a 6.9? It's a good thing screwed up by a period. Ah, I get it. That's good. That's, that's a good one. Um, Oh, here's one. So a man, a, a man, as, as most of these start with, a man goes to a whorehouse. All right. Been the there. Only, yeah, and it's, if we can all, we can all relate here. Uh, only has $2. $2. Two bucks to his Not name. Not going to get much. You know? And they say, well, if you go up to the room, to like room eight, we'll take your two bucks. And we, in exchange, we have a we have a dead hooker. All right. I mean, she's dead. Katie Vick. Who? Just keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, so he says, okay, whatever. We've been all in that situation before. <laughs> I don't know if we have. <laughs> so... Um, he goes up there for a while and he comes back down. And he goes, "Well, hey, how did it uh, how did it go? Did you get your money's worth out of it?" And he goes, "He goes, oh, it was great. Um, the only problem was is uh, her nose kept running." And then they go, "Oh, well, that means she's probably full because she's so she's they've been loading up this dead hooker full of jizz for a while through the mouth." Yeah, up down the nose. Yeah, yeah I get it's it. It's all connected to the respiratory system. <laughs> it's a, it's more of a it, it, you see it's hidden with like a sex joke, but it's really an uh, a joke about the human anatomy. <laughs> Doctors really can appreciate that. Doctors do get appreciate a lot of things. <laughs> um, Speaking of doctors, oh yes, um, a guy. Okay, this time not a man, uh-huh. a guy. <laughs> A guy, he's sitting in a doctor's office, right? Doctor walks in and says, I have some bad news. He's like, I'm afraid you're going to have to stop masturbating. The guy goes, I don't understand, Doc. He uh, he goes, why? 
you know? And uh, because the doctor says, he goes, I'm trying to examine you. He was, he was jerking off while he was trying to examine him. Oh. Wait a minute, say that one again. That slid right by me. <laughs> All right. Uh, a guy is sitting at a doctor's in a doctor's office, right? Okay. The doctor walks in and says, I have some bad news. I'm afraid you're gonna have to stop masturbating. I don't understand, Doc, the patient says. Why? Because the doctor says, I'm trying to examine you. Oh, the guy says tells the doctor he's gotta stop masturbating. No, the doctor says he has to stop masturbating because he's sitting there masturbating while the doctor's trying to examine him. Oh, okay. So I was right the first time when I heard this. For some reason, I flipped it around. I was like, why is the doctor jerking off? That really seems unprofessional. I mean, it is a joke, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not catching it. All right. Here's a, here's one for you. I got Oh, God. Um, the rich man... There's a rich, rich man, man and a poor man. Okay. If I were a rich man, deedle 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 deedle. Um, a rich man and a poor man share the same wedding anniversary. Oh God. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, every year. Every every. Oh yeah, it is every. I guess yeah. the anniversary. <laughs> that's is how every anniversaries year. are done. <laughs> every year they meet up. On the same day, or yeah, the exact same that's, that's day. Weird. That's That's actually the rides really get pissed because they're like, "Wait a minute, why are you leaving on our anniversary?" It's like you wouldn't understand, lady. It's an anniversary. It's an God anniversary. Damn it. I share it with another man as well. That's a great joke. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, <laughs> so a rich man and a poor, and they come from different sides of the tracks. He's like, "I need to meet up with this poor man." Oh, dude, I hate when <laughs> I hate when the tracks separate the rich and the poor. I know. He's like, the rich man leaves his mansion, and money. She's like, "Honey, where are you going? We're gonna be late for our anniversary dinner." He's like, "You wouldn't understand. I need to meet up with a poor man he on the other no, side of the track. He has nothing to his name. You would, you would, you could only wish you could understand the relationship I have with this poor individual and the poor man as well." So he goes, "Why are you going?" And he goes, "Listen, lady, I need to meet up with this very wealthy man. We share the same anniversary date. It's much more important than this this fucking stupid day of of anniversary with you." So anyway, they meet up, and uh, a rich man and a poor man. Um, they share the same wedding anniversary every year. They meet up to compare gifts. Oh, okay. So one particular year, they meet up on a park bench as two. Listen, two married men. Park where are you bench. gonna meet up? Yeah, where park else? bench. Park That's bench. where you meet other married men when they don't want to. When they want to cheat other wives, wives with other men. This, this, I have, this joke has gay undertones already. But anyway, on a particular day, they meet just up. Just like Top Gun. Yes. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I'm just saying. It's just, it's, so on a particular day, year, they meet up on a park bench, and the rich man starts by saying, you know, I got my wife a diamond ring and a new Mercedes. That way, the ring isn't right. You know, she can drive back to the jeweler and still be happy with a new car. Which I honestly, I think is a little... Ridiculous because it's like, well, what is it? What do you mean it's not right? What it doesn't fit? You can get it fixed, yeah, right? But so, and she gets both. She, what do you think she's gonna throw the ring away? Be like, I don't want this diamond ring, just put I mean, it in the garbage, maybe. maybe. But anyway, he goes, Yeah, so she can drive back. Hey, if she don't like the ring, she can take it back in the new car. Hey, every scenario is taken care of, right? I guess if you're that rich, you have a lot of disposable income. 
The poor man looks at him and says, you know what I got my wife? A can of beans. My my loving wife. I got my wife a pair of slippers and a dildo. You know why? I know it. Way, I know it. If she don't like the slippers, she can go fuck herself. Yep. I knew that. And then wait. And then the two went into a rest area and blew each other. Nah, I added that. Part. I didn't know that part. <laughs> Mo- didn't... Moose actually did the same thing for we, we used to do like a gift exchange. <laughs> did he really? And he bought Sean uh, slippers and a dildo. Did he really? Yes. And he was like, he first gave him the slippers. He's like, what are these? And he's like, he goes, if you don't like them, go fuck yourself. <laughs> The fact that he spent probably twenty plus dollars on a fucking dildo. I know. Because those aren't cheap. But it was great. <laughs> oh god. But I'm all joked out. No, that's good. Well, I just figured, you know, in uh, remembrance of uh, Gilbert Godfrey and all the all was... the rest of the lost shoulder shoulder sh- <laughs> shoulders soldiers. Well, he, he, yeah, he also lost his shoulders well, well long ago. <laughs> I, I heard when you die, you lose your shoulders. <laughs> yes, you have a tendency that that, that can happen. Um, but no, I figured that would be a great way to no, it was good. Give a remembrance. Yeah, it was good. There was some <laughs> clever jokes in there, and uh, we stole all of them. Yes. Hey, listen, R.I.P. Mencia. <laughs> this goes out to you. Shout out to Mencia. Hold it down strong. And all the Asians that we adore. Yes. I can't. You said a racist. What? You said a racism earlier. That wasn't it. wasn't really. Uh, we'll, call up, we'll call up Ken. We'll yeah. oh. ask him about it. I'll hit him up on Facebook. Like, what's your joke? What do you think about this joke? <laughs> it's because the, the L R thing, you know. I also said Japs. Well, that's different. That's... Yeah, whatever, dude. (laughs) Anyway. Anywho, until next time, I am Bobby Caboose. This is Melvin Troy. Check us out Turnbuckle Tuesdays every Tuesday live on twitch.tv slash Melvin Troy. Check us out on social media. If you're listening to this, you probably already have. So until next time, again, I am Bobby Caboose, Melvin Troy. And what you gonna do, brother? When the 64-bit legends and all the 64-bit legendites run wild on you, brother.